blur it up, blur it up. Welcome to the show where we talk about nerd culture from a BPOV, a black POV. If you want to find us, we're on Facebook at B-L-E-R-D-U-P. We're also on Twitter at B-L-E-R-D-U and on Instagram at B-L-E-R-D.U-P. I am your host, Brendan, and I'm with Mel. Hello, hello. What's going on? Not a whole lot, but I'm really excited about the Shuri show I was just telling you about. Yeah, I. when did you... Tell me about that. Uh, so apparently, Shuri, the little sister of Black Panther, is getting her own animated series soon. I saw it. I think I shared it on the Blurred Up page. I'll check and see. If I haven't, then I'll make sure I share it so everybody can see it. But yeah, uh, I don't know a lot of the details. It's just in development now. It'll be on like the Disney Channel? Or I think so. Or Disney Plus or Yeah, something I think like it'll be on one of the Disney Plus, like one of the premium Disney channels. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm down for sure. Yeah, I think it'll be really cool. Finally, a black superhero, a black female superhero with her own platform. Will she take over in Wakanda life in the comic books? She'll be the, the I Black don't know. Panther. I really, I'm excited to see what they do with it. They could maybe make it its own standalone thing. Maybe yeah. explore other facets of Wakanda through her character. Sure. Like they did a comic series like that. So. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Okay. Today we're going to talk about Shazam. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, I wanted to follow up with some us news and discussion so number one speaking of number one mm-hmm. us was number one at the korean box office this past weekend it made about seven million dollars and it has now grossed about 175 million dollars worldwide on a budget of 20 million gosh yeah go lupita yeah nice it's just, it's really heartwarming to see other races and cultures show out to support, engage in, and appreciate Black art. Definitely, yeah. And I think, again, I feel like we're in the era of normalizing Blackness. And yes. it totally, it's well overdue. Yeah. <laughs> 2017, we had Get Out, mm-hmm. which was number one here for at least two weeks. I want to say think, even yeah. three. Yeah, and it's been enormously popular in Korea in the form of memes. That was There was a Get Out sketch on Korean Saturday Night Live, I think. I mean, Oh, yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. Well, it was by the Korean Saturday Night Live people. I actually don't think that's on the air anymore, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Of course, last year we had Black Panther. I still remember being in the theater and there was this uh, little boy, no older than 10. He was Mm -hmm. just at the edge of his seat, just worried about T'Challa as he was fighting Killmonger for Mm -hmm. the first time. And it was just seeing the audience laugh with and being marveled by Shuri and Okoye was just just yeah. a surreal experience. Yeah, but I think it just goes to show. I mean, it makes sense for us to be our own default because at the end of the day, a superhero is a superhero, a a family is a family, and again, just the normalization of blackness. We mm. need to be normal to ourselves because we are we are normal, yes. you know. And I think other people are ready to recognize that. Yes. Now on to Shazam. Uh, I just want to give some background to the character. Uh, because some of our listeners may not know. Right. Before he was called Shazam, he was actually Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And he debuted in 1939, the same year as Batman. They both turned 80 this year. Can you believe it? Gosh, yeah, I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. Okay. The writer wrote it as a more lighthearted Superman character. And it actually even outsold Superman, which right. came out two years before. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel was actually the most popular comic book in the 40s right it might be worth mentioning that at that time though he was so originally he wasn't dc or uh or marvel right he belonged to fawcett, fawcett comics, comics i think yes. yeah so it took a while before fawcett comics went out of business and dc kind of bought in as kind of a haha now we have a marvel to marvel kind of when they were in that competition phase well yeah before that well they got sued first that's right they so did. Mm-hmm. there was a marvel family actually right so, yes there was mm-hmm. um Probably, I mean, I could be wrong, but it's probably the first expanded kind of universe for comics at that time. There was a, there was even a Marvel bunny. Yeah, maybe. I mean, at the, I think well, this would have been in the 40s. So like maybe around the same time that we were starting to get the Bat family as well, perhaps. Robin came out, I believe, 1940. Yeah. But Batgirl didn't come out until so much like, later. Much, much later, yeah. yeah. So mm, okay. Shazam was actually the first hero to get a live action adaptation in 1941 which is terrible okay yeah i don't know if you've seen it but it's no. it's bad <laughs> it's no. really bad <laughs> as you said fawcett did close up 
But mm-hmm. before that, DC sued the company because it was so similar to Superman. Mm-hmm. They they probably could have won, but they they couldn't fight the giant of yeah. They DC couldn't afford the it. I don't think they were always a pretty small company. Yeah, the name and brand went dead for almost fifteen years. And as you said, uh, in mm-hmm. 1967, Stanley wanted to create a character for that name. Mm-hmm. And of course, Marvel was born, who came to be known as Captain Marvel. And in 1972, DC wanted to revive the hero and acquired the rights. Marvel had the trademark, so DC ran with the comic as Shazam. And even had a TV show. Have you seen that show? Which is also terrible. Really? Yeah. It's of course like, it is. Imagine the, the 1970s Hulk with even less of a budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's worth a, a kind of a... A fun watch. A laugh watch. Yeah, a laugh watch, yeah. Mm -hmm. My introduction to Captain Marvel was through the 1996 graphic novel Kingdom Come. Have you read that story? Not that I can recall. It sounds familiar. I might have, but I don't remember it. It's famously illustrated by Alex Ross. Uh, It's my favorite comic book ever. If you've never heard of it, just right now, like, forget this show. Pause this show and Google Kingdom Come DC. The art is godly. Is it? Yeah. This, anyway, in the book, Captain Marvel pretty much kicks Superman's ass. I mean, he's that powerful, yeah. as we all know. Um, he was also in the Justice League show, where he, again, mm-hmm. Superman, they went ham. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor's Future City. And then he was also in the Young Justice cartoon. Right. He's a lot of fun there, too. He, they really do a lot. DC cartoons are a lot more fun than DC movies anyway. And Absolutely. they really do a lot with a lot of different characters. And Shazam gets a couple of times to shine that I really like. Yeah. So with all that in mind, I was really excited for this movie and mm-hmm. just a new take on the superhero genre. The trailer's tone made this look very distinct mm-hmm. from the other DC movies. Yeah. You know, in the comics or different versions. There, Yeah. He's so, 12, mm-hmm. I think, in the original Right. And I think he's 15 in the new updated Yeah, version. when they did the new, what is it? New DC? 52. Yeah, New 52. That's what it's called. They changed a lot of things. Yeah. So he's really been updated a lot. So mm-hmm. He was chosen for his pure heart mm-hmm. to inherit the power of Shazam. And for those who don't know the powers, he has the S for Solomon's wisdom, mm-hmm. H for Hercules' strength, mm-hmm. A for Atlas's stamina, Z for Zeus's power, mm-hmm. A for Achilles' courage, mm-hmm. and M for for Mercury's speed. Right. It's sort of an interesting pastiche of a character, all those Greek gods. Yeah. Like, but he, but he's magic at the right. same time. Like, it's an interesting sort of idea. Yeah, I mean, I really like mm-hmm. his character. I mean, yeah, he's really unique in the DC, well, in comic books in general. He's sure. a really unique kind of character. Whoever came up with the idea for him was kind of brilliant in their way because yeah. he really is an interesting idea for a superhero. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much superman with the mind of a child right but but again he's magic like right. there's no real there doesn't need to be a rationale for why he can do anything that he does you know right. like nobody ever bothers like superman is from space batman's really rich aquaman's from the sea shazam is magic yeah. which is a very childlike motivation and a very childlike origin story yeah. which is kind of interesting yeah i just thought this would be a really cool sandbox to play with and i think all in all i think they pulled that off fairly well with this movie they did a lot of things right i think easily i think we can agree this is the funniest dc movie to date yes i laughed all the way through this movie like i haven't laughed in a superhero movie in years we'll get into this i'm sure but i i was just really happy it was funny like there were parts that i mean maybe weren't even meant to be funny but they were still really funny yeah mm-hmm. i i agree i i laughed at parts that i think the movie wanted me to laugh at, mm-hmm. but there were some other parts that I la- I was not really sure if it was a laugh that was intended, right? <laughs> but I w- I was definitely one of two people, the other person being my friend I watched it mm-hmm. with, that laughed. Everyone else just kind of mm-hmm. was quiet in the film. Really? So I'm kind mm-hmm. of, I'm unsure. M- to be honest, the theater I saw it in was almost deserted. There were like five people in Same. there. So I was laughing, but maybe other people were laughing and just keeping it really quiet. I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about how this will do here. Yeah, I'm I'm not encouraged because I saw it basically opening night and it was it was a ghost town. So same. And there weren't even any kids and I was expecting a lot of kids. Now, I'm glad there weren't a lot of kids, but <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> yes. OK. Very soon. OK. Mm-hmm. Zachary Levy, I think, mm-hmm. was perfect as the titular hero. He was he has this really kind of puckishness to him where he very he is very childish. It's great. Yeah, it 
It reminded me of Tom Hanks in Big. Yeah, and I think that was intentional. I sure. mean, Shazam is just the superhero version of Big, right? And you did catch that reference. Yes, movie. totally, which was cool. great. And I'm glad that they didn't milk it to death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or like Robin Williams in mm-hmm. Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He definitely, like, he definitely is in that pantheon mm-hmm. of actors. In right, yeah. He did a really good job. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but Zachary Levi has now been in Marvel and in uh, DC movies because he was one of the Warriors 3 and Thor. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. Which he's completely unrecognizable in that role. I was surprised when I looked him up to find out that that was him. But he's a talented guy. He's also he's the he's somebody in Frozen. I hate Frozen. I don't know who. Same. Um, no, not Frozen. Tangled. I like Tangled. I hate Frozen. But he's the male hero in Tangled. The guy on the horse. Yeah, Flynn Rider. I think is his name. I'm too old for Disney. Um, <laughs> well, new Disney anyway. Uh, and uh, he's but he's a Broadway actor. He's been he's done a lot of things. I didn't realize how well I knew who he was until I looked him up after the film. Same. Yeah. Both he and the kid. Uh, played by Asher Angel, played mm-hmm. their parts well. Yeah. Uh, Asher's a little more melancholy. Right. And he, he has reason to be, he which we may get into a little later. Yeah, I kind of like how the kid version of Shazam, the kid version of Billy, is kind of an old man at heart, but the adult version shows how much he still is a kid. I kind of mm. like that. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting take. Yeah. I really like how the powers were used. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Great effects for the character. I'm excited that super speed is finally being used well on screen more consistently. Yeah, because they really messed it up with the Flash, I think. Yeah, so your his super speed looks fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then I think they did a good job with this movie because a lot of the powers, they, they really get back to the fun roots of superhero-ness. Yes. So the powers, they're not really trying to like make them... Again, Shazam is magic. They're not trying to overdo it with making a scientifically viable explanation or make it really uh, realistic looking. They just had fun with it. And you can really see that. Now, I don't know if I agree with you entirely about the effects. I mean, Shazam is clearly a dude in a big padded suit. But I mean, even so, I mean, they, they had fun with it. So it, it kind of fits. I kind of like that you can see some of the corners, you know. Personally, I mean, mm-hmm. I've heard people talk about how they didn't like the suit, but mm-hmm. I I went with it. I Yeah, I mean, personally. you notice it, but you go with it because it's just the, the tone is so fun. So you're kind of like, yeah, it's a big padded suit, but I'm enjoying the story, so it's okay. Thinking back now, it's probably obvious that that's a padded suit, mm-hmm. but I don't know this guy personally. So mm-hmm. for me, it was like, is this guy really this big? I, I really didn't know. Yeah, because you never see him outside of the suit, so you have no point of reference, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know him as an actor mm-hmm. really prior to this. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that he was in Thor. Mm-hmm by looking that up but prior yeah. to i don't yeah he's like, kind of a that guy like he's not an actor who you remember seeing yes. and stuff but then you look at it and you're like oh yeah that was him he's not he's very talented but he's not super recognizable right. i don't think that will probably change for him after this though. absolutely mm-hmm. and seeing as how the rock who actually executive produced this movie will be fighting him i'm assuming in the future they have to be at that similar yeah. uh size so right, i yeah. i honestly thought that was just who he was mm-hmm. so yeah definitely Super strength, the invulnerability, the lightning, they showcase mm-hmm. nearly every power he had. And you really believe in these kids just being mm-hmm. amazed by these powers. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the budget was actually $80 million. Really? Which is very low wow. for these movies. They did a really good job with that. Then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Okay. <laughs> I think the villain effects, mm, it felt kind of TV movie. Level uh, at yeah. Times. Yeah, I see where you're coming from with that. I When they worked, they really worked. When they didn't work, it was like, uh, well, okay. But again, it was sort of like watching a live-action Saturday morning cartoon in a lot of ways, too. So, eh. In good and bad ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his sidekick, Frankie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done by Jack Dylan Grazier. Yes, who is from It. Yes. He was probably one of the best parts of, of the new It movie, yeah. And yeah. I'm glad to see him getting more work. Yeah. Although he's grown up a lot. I didn't recognize him at first. True. Mm-hmm. True. As that superhero fanboy, uh, I think he just adds a very unique element to the genre Mm -hmm. and certainly to origin films that we never get. Yeah. And he added a lot of heart to the film as well because he was kind of probably the person that most of the audience was meant to empathize with the most, like the one who's really into the whole superhero thing. He's us. Who's Yeah, exactly. He totally is us, but he's never going to be a superhero. Right. Uh, So. I think uh, the closest comparison uh, would be Agent Coulson from The Avengers. Yeah, but he wasn't that, yeah. on the ground mm-hmm. floor with these heroes, especially mm-hmm. when they were discovering what they could do. Mm-hmm. But he still had that kind of fanboyish 
Right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, he's, you know, he's he's a fanboy, but he's also just as much of a hero himself because he's kind of alongside the hero the whole time, really right. guiding him, which, I, yeah, he really did a good job. He has great chemistry. Those two actors. Yes. Uh, Zachary Levi and what's his name again? Uh, Jack Dylan Grady. Jack D- okay, him. <laughs> um, Jack G. Yeah, Jack G. We'll call you Jack G. Sure. Jack. Um, they had really great chemistry. Yeah, like you totally, totally believe that that is just two teenage boys and one of them is a superhero right now. They were really funny together. Yeah. They were a lot of fun to watch. Perfect. Mark Strong, he did his job. He did. Um, his origin is he was tested to be a champion mm-hmm. as a kid, mm-hmm. but he failed. So right. he dedicated his life to finding Shazam's lair. Mm-hmm. His background wasn't deep, mm-hmm. but there I don't was think a story. It needed to be, yeah. No. But there was a story element to that origin that did really piss me off. This was directed by David Sandberg. And you know what else he directed? I don't. What else did he direct? Uh, Annabelle Creation. So you can see... I don't s- even know what that is. Sorry. What Annabelle, is that? you know, yeah. the uh, was it the was the spinoff based on The Conjuring? I don't do horror except for us. So, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, I, it, yeah, I didn't know he'd done it. Okay. Yeah, so you actually can see some of the horror elements in the villain there were some elements that were kind of surprising considering the overall tone of the movie yeah you know i really loved this movie i had a lot of fun this i controversially perhaps said that this is the most fun i've had in a superhero movie since the first sam raimi spider-man i really enjoyed myself watching this movie but uh i think it took me a while to start really enjoying it because uh, that it was really hard to establish the tone because it feels like a kid's movie until something major happens. And then you're like, oh, this is not a child's movie at all. It just has children in it, right? And once you kind of get a hold of that sort of rocky tone, it's a lot of fun, but it, it there's a little bit of a shock value to it at first. Yeah. It kind of bounces back and forth from being family friendly to, oh my God, who what just happened there? There's, beyond the horror, there's actually just a scene, uh, just a fucked up drama plot twist this movie yeah. isn't for mm-hmm. very young kids. It but, isn't at all, yeah. But I got to stop you. You said you had more fun with Raimi. No, no, no. What I said a, this is I've had this is the most fun I've had in a superhero movie since Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. What about Spider-Verse? I really love Spider-Verse, but I'll tell you why I say that this movie was in its way more fun than Spider-Verse. While I was watching, I know, I know, blasphemy, blasphemy you, blasphemy everybody in the room, but because when I was watching this movie, I completely forgot that there was a Marvel universe or a DC universe. I just had fun. I just enjoyed it for what it was. Like it really had it really had the capability to take me totally. Because here's my problem: the DC. <laughs> y'all should see the faces Brendan is making right now. He's dying. He's he's just. I'm killing him with my words right now. I'm sorry, but I really enjoyed it probably more than. I, and I think it's because it really just feels fresh. It felt new. It was completely different than any other superhero movie we had. It kind of goes back to the origins of superhero movies where it's just fun. It's, if there's any, as much as I love superhero movies, here's my problem. DC movies are far too serious and grim. Marvel movies are good, but they're getting a little too far up their own ass. And Shazam totally turns all of those tropes on its head. It kind of makes fun of those sort of conventions that we've got. And it just says, you know, ultimately superheroes are just people in spandex punching other people in the head. It's fun. It's light. It's not serious. It's slapsticky and sometimes crude. I had fun. I completely forgot. Oh, how does this connect to the DC universe? How does this compare to Marvel? I stopped thinking about all of that and just enjoyed myself. I mean, I Spider-Verse felt- was, was really good. Don't get me wrong. Spider-Verse was probably my favorite movie of last year. And I'm not saying, and I think that I'll watch Spider-Verse again, but I won't necessarily watch Shazam a whole lot more. But just as far as a movie going experience in the movies, enjoying myself eating my popcorn, this edges it out. Wow. Yeah. I think Spider-Verse is way better than this movie. And the, this, the, the fun aspect, mm-hmm. I felt that much more with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, there's no way I could even put that in any universe because it's its own right. thing. Well, visually, just just yeah. I guess the thing with Spider-Man is that the darkness in Shazam is there, but you can't take it seriously because it is so over the top. But the darkness in Spider-Verse is a little bit visceral. So there's the dramatic elements in Spider-Verse hit a little closer to home. So it you enjoy it, but it's not the same kind of enjoyment. It's not a carefree enjoyment in Spider-Verse. So yeah, <laughs> man, we're Mm-hmm. I think it's where we may start to Yeah, we might be diverge, knocking heads a little bit here. here. <laughs> yeah. So 
we're gonna we're gonna start wind down to the things that mm. I didn't care about so much. Uh-oh. And so number one, poor Jimon Honsu. Wait, why do you say? I thought he was good. Why poor I, Jimon Honsu? It's just I really like him. Mm-hmm. Like he, but he just keeps getting these minor character roles. True. I need. I just want. I want Jordan Peele. Just just pick him up, man. Just put him in something. That would be amazing. Please. He does need his own vehicle. That is not. What is that movie he was in? This is America or whatever. That awful movie where he oh, AIDS. Yeah. yeah. He needs a vehicle where he can be expansive and broad and yeah. nuanced, like the Peters had the chance to yes. become. Even if he's not um, a lead, mm-hmm. but just give him a yeah. major ca- a right. major role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was barely using Captain Marvel. Right. He crossed over to DC, and now he's in this like party city wig, and I'm just like. <laughs> to do him like that no, okay how did why, I... <laughs> how did why did dc do him like that okay because every time i looked at him wig, really? every time i looked at him it was just this is just demon hansu in this party city wig i, I couldn't oh, no. look at him as the wizard shazam it just looked so weird to me I, I thought he looked ridiculous but i thought that they really handled that well because even billy is laughing at him because he's completely ridiculous, ridiculous. i loved that yeah but, and it's I think he did the best he could, mm-hmm. but I think he was written very poorly, mm. and he was probably my least favorite character really? in the movie. And we'll and we'll go huh. into okay. it in the spoilers, maybe, maybe right before. I don't know. Okay. The bullies in the trailer, you see that Billy fights some bullies. Mm-hmm. They were the type of bullies you see in some Stephen King movies, and we talked about it where they're just abnormally aggressive. So remember mm-hmm. in It when... But it is Stephen King, and that's like a Stephen King trademark, is abnormally aggressive bullies. Yeah, but it was kind of in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so remember in It when you know that teen tried to carve his name into the fat kid, right? Mm-hmm. In this movie, they, they single out Frankie, the disabled mm-hmm. kid, beat him up in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. They kick him while he's down, literally, mm-hmm. and laugh at him for not having a mother. <laughs> they they even spat on a baby from the top of a Wait, Ferris wheel. Yeah, but I mean, they're meant to be completely gross. They don't really get much comeuppance for it, though, which is interesting. Because, I mean, the thing is, Stephen King has these abnormally aggressive bullies, but then they there's usually some sort of cruel karma enacted on them right. later on in his story. These guys were just there to be jerks and to highlight the goodness of our main characters, who, to be honest, were maybe not all that good, but compared to these guys, were wonderful. And that's... And we'll get to that problem, too. But yeah, they were just so cartoonish. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no reason to be that much of a sociopath. Mm. That that was a small irk. Yeah, I mean, I just... The film is so unserious in tone that I just took all of the really over-the-top cartoonish elements as part of that. So I didn't really have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. So this movie was written by Henry Gaiden, who wrote Earth to Echo. Remember that movie? No. Uh, okay. I feel it, like we had very different childhoods. Everything you've seen, I've never seen. Everything I've well, seen, you've Earth not Echo seen. Well, Earth to Echo is not yeah. a childhood movie. It, oh, really? It's, it came out when we were adults. I, I didn't see it, but it's it's like an alien comes down to Earth. Really? I feel and, like and I should kids, have seen and that. kids like interact with it. And, like, really? I'll have yeah. to look it up. That seems it like out. it's the movie that I totally would have seen. I, I, guess, it came, yeah. I think it came out last decade oh, or gosh. maybe early this day. De- like, it came out some time ago where was i well i'll look it up it sounds interesting just from the brief description there yeah and darren lemke who wrote both goosebump stories and oh, that and mm-hmm. that slug turbo movie oh yeah <laughs> and shrek forever after really yeah and so for me the poor writing in shazam mm-hmm. is evident from the very beginning how mark strong became a villain as a kid was terrible I was going to let that go because, you know, a lot of comic book villains aren't great, you mm-hmm. know, and as long as the hero's origin and the character mm-hmm. are good, mm-hmm. it's fine. But to me, I think they fumbled the hero origin, too. Hmm. Go, go ahead. I, well, I would say that even though I personally was not comparing this to any DC movies while I was watching it, which is part of why I liked it, thinking about it afterwards, thinking about it now, compared to other DC villain origin stories... They actually didn't do a terrible job with Mark Strong compared to other DC villains. I mean, he's got a stronger backstory than Black Manta. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we're, you know, no, best I, of a I, bad bunch, but yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, but it's me, it's kind of like, I mean, there's actually, yeah. A bologna sandwich to a shit sandwich. You oh, know? well, geez. Okay. Sorry. Wow. Who's the napalm now, man? Oh, <laughs> strap in, y'all. Oh, um, no. But yeah, I think they, they fumbled the hero too, the hero aspect too. In the trailer, in the comic books, the wizard is looking for a person that's pure of heart. Mm-hmm. 
the this movie starts in 1974. Mm-hmm. And after Mark Strong fails, Shazam literally casts a spell to find a person pure of heart, no matter how long it takes. Mm-hmm. Cut to 2019. Mm-hmm. And this wizard's just fucking tired. <laughs> he's tired and he's desperate. And all that pure heart shit is yeah, thrown out. He's just like, out. did you wash today? It's you. Seriously. <laughs> he doesn't even test Billy, y'all. I'm not even making this up. He doesn't even test Billy. He was just like, here, have these exactly. powers. Fuck yeah, it. He, yeah. I mean, Billy laughs at his face because, I mean, he's the ridiculous wizard Shazam in a party city way, yeah. as you put it. And he's just like, whatever. Stop laughing. Take it. Yeah. And so. Which was funny. But anyway. Yeah. Here's, here's a kid who was about to walk away after seeing his disabled foster brother getting beat up, kicked in the stomach on the ground. Mm-hmm. He does the bare minimum in helping him out, and now he's chosen? Like, the choice was mad weak. <laughs> we're, we're, we're kind of forced to root for him by default because he isn't kicking disabled people in the stomach on the because ground. Because he's not as awful as the people around him, true. And he's not brutally murdering people. Right, I mean, I yeah, I mean, if you're looking at it from the from the perspective of what we see on screen, then yeah, I mean, his foster parents, his foster father's more pure of heart than he is. No, literally every mm-hmm. single character who's not the villain are better people than Billy. Right. So it makes me mad. Oh, okay. Well, and I we'll, mean, I don't And we'll know. get there. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. Just speaking to, to your point there, as far as everybody else being a better character than Billy, yeah, maybe. But at the same time, I think that the movie does something later in the movie that we can't tell you because it's a spoiler, but the movie does something later that kind of lampshades that even. I feel like the whole thing was just making fun of the idea of somebody. The whole idea of the whole superhero has to be somebody pure of heart. I mean, nothing in this movie was serious. I think they were just kind of playing with the whole concept the whole time. So the fact that Billy isn't particularly pure of heart, I think that's part of the joke. But I mean, it's not. It's not comic book canon. It's not It's not what we've done with Shazam before. But I think that the bigger point of this movie was just making fun of how seriously we take all of the superhero stuff. I think the movie's trying to have its cake and eat it too. And that's mm. why I can't give it a pass for that. Okay. Um, I want to go down, down the rest of the cast really quick. I like the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the co-owner of the group home Billy was placed in was Cooper Andrews. You remember, you know where he's from. Tell me. The Walking Dead. Oh, really? He's a oh, I had no King, idea. King Ezekiel's right-hand man, oh, Jerry. Oh, yeah, I stopped watching The Walking Dead before King Ezekiel. Okay. Sorry. I really like this guy. Okay. Like, as you said, he was super wholesome yeah. and just genuine. Like, mm-hmm. he was pretty much his cool character from The Walking Dead. Oh, really? Okay. I, I really like that, cool. that character. Okay. Um, the rest of the Foster family were, were fine. They, mm-hmm. they all added heart to the story, especially Darla. Yes, she was adorable. I wanted to see the Foster family all way more. I was just I was happy we saw them as much as we did, but I wanted to, I really liked all of those those characters, all of those people. When I first saw Darla, it was kind of it seemed kind of too cheesy and forced, mm-hmm. but she just kept going, just had her moments and I just mm-hmm. she warmed my heart. She was played by Faith Herman. Mm-hmm. I had to give the side eye for the Asian kid for it was seemed kind of like a stereotype. Yeah, they that was okay. That's one of the few beefs I have with this film is that was a little bit like really you're about two seconds away from making a Goonies joke here. This yeah. isn't okay. That wasn't very well. And actually, I noticed that the people in the theater were not impressed either when I saw it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Darla. I, I need to talk about Darla. Okay. Darla was so charming mm-hmm. and endearing mm-hmm. and just wholesome. So much so that when I walked out the theater. I was pissed. Really? Why didn't Why didn't Shazam just give her the fucking powers? <laughs> because she was five. Well, no, she wasn't five. She was like seven, but still. What does it matter? Well, you give a 14-year-old them. You're right. It doesn't matter when you give the person the powers. Like, mm-hmm. if, if they're a peer of heart mm-hmm. and they aren't swayed by temptation or whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to turn into a man or adult anyway. Mm-hmm. What does it matter? We just watched Us, which had the theme of trust black women. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to overlook the core of what Billy Batson mm-hmm. is supposed to be mm-hmm. a person of heart and a someone like Darla gets passed over. And, mm-hmm. it, and as I said, and you okay. said literally yeah. every single character that's not Billy mm-hmm. in this movie mm-hmm. would have been a much better choice. Uh, Freddie is a disabled kid who gets picked on at school, mm-hmm. but he's a huge superhero fanboy. Mm-hmm. He actually stood up to the bullies mm-hmm. when he got beat up. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, he was, they were like, who's going to pay for this dent in my car? Mm-hmm. And he, he says, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have a lot of money. Do you take these? And he flicks them off. Mm-hmm. Like he, why isn't, why wasn't his bravery rewarded for that? Mm-hmm. So for me, 
fundamentally this movie kind of falls apart and i know mm. you took it in a different way yeah as far as it was not being serious no not at all i mean the idea of the idea of any superhero being pure of heart and perfect and chosen is ridiculous if you think about it that's kind of the point of superheroes if you look at people like at superheroes like superman the whole idea that he's like this super wholesome man of steel he's the perfect embodiment of the, of the american way or whatever is ridiculous because if you really have that then you have no story and also shazam himself he's got all those powers that come from the greek gods i mean if you're going to take it even farther not that i necessarily think the movie is doing this but just as a point um the greek gods that he derives his powers from were powerful but also imperfect so the idea of having some sort of paragon of purity as a superhero doesn't really work anymore i don't think and i think that they were making fun of that concept in a lot of ways i don't think we were ever really i didn't ever really take billy batson as being a genuinely pure person i think like you said the wizard was tired just somebody take this thing let me die <laughs> you know well and that's mm -hmm. that's my complaint mm -hmm. he he literally cast a spell for over 40 years to do this. Mm -hmm. And there were, we saw in the movie that mm -hmm. there were obviously people who mm -hmm. were way closer mm -hmm. to what he wanted mm -hmm. in this kid. There was nothing in the movie before he got the powers for the wizard to even, because he can access people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. He's been, a, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a big spoiler, but he's been mm -hmm. abducting people yeah. and giving strength and the they, test. You do see some of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's nothing about Billy. He literally helped beat up bullies who beat up a disabled guy and mm -hmm. he only stopped mm -hmm. because they said kind of a martha moment of you don't have a mom and then that's when he stopped ah uh, yeah okay I mean, well when I you mean, said like he just that. does the bare minimum like yeah. he's i, mm -hmm. I he's he's the beto o'rourke mm -hmm. of superheroes oh jeez just just okay. the bare minimum <laughs> wow okay um, i mean the way the story was written mm -hmm. shazam just mm -hmm. giving up and lazily passing his powers to mm -hmm. anyone is almost to me meta for just how a number of these DC films mm -hmm. have been put together. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just getting tired of mm -hmm. DC fundamentally changing the core of these characters. Mm -hmm. Superman hardly saved anyone in Man of Steel. Batman killed people, which I gave a pass to. Mm -hmm. um, Aqua Bro is whatever to me. But now you totally disregard, even attempt, the pure of heart requirement for mm -hmm. Billy Batson. It, it would be like making Thor being worthy of his hammer irrelevant. Or the, doctor, the doctor's reason for giving Cap the super soldier serum irrelevant. It, okay. It's just a fundamental core of who they okay. are. What if after being given the super soldier serum, Captain America runs out to go beat the bullies that beat him up and went to a titty bar and just done it <laughs> and just done it all over the city. Like that's just not who he is. The way this movie works, like they might as well have just given the serum to Tony Stark. Even if someone hold on, sorry. Even if someone is pure they can still be tempted mm -hmm. and they can still be uh, swayed mm -hmm. or you can see other greater characters bounce off of them mm -hmm. like uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Captain America is grounded, but of mm -hmm. course you have Nick Fury and you have Black Widow mm -hmm. to play off of him. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so it feels like your major hangup is not so much Billy Batson himself or even any of the main character beats regarding the Marvel family. It's that Shazam picks him. And you really see Shazam as like this grandiose, all-powerful, all-wise figure instead of a tired old guy who is just picking a guy to get out of his job. Right. There are other stories that follow being chosen, but also things just happening by chance, right? Mm -hmm. You watch Bleach. Mm -hmm. It was a random event that uh, Ichigo got chosen to be a Shinigami. And of course, he yeah. was kind of sucky at it. He had to learn. Right. Mm -hmm. But it happened by fate. Mm. And he became good through that. Mm-hmm. Thor was just worthy, and then he had to become well, worthy yeah. in his origin. Captain America was already Captain America mm -hmm. from the jump. He just had to get yeah. his powers. Right. Um, Billy Batson's fundamental character is that he's that good and that he gets the powers. He's pretty much Captain America or, or Thor in that way. So to take away that fundamental aspect, to me, rubbed me the wrong way. There, mm -hmm. are, there are other, I mean, even with Star-Lord isn't a hero, mm -hmm. but because of fate, he had a job. Mm -hmm. The job went went wrong, and then mm -hmm. he met these characters. Mm -hmm. He got kind of roped into a a crisis, mm -hmm. and he became better because of it. Okay. That's that's yeah, that's yeah. his character. You're right. That's right. He becomes better because fate chooses him for something impossible. Yes. And this is okay. And this that's what the universe ah. establishes for that character. But okay. for you can't have a huge monologue about the dangers of giving someone god powers mm -hmm. overlook numerous mm -hmm. characters that we see 
mm-hmm. could handle these powers more responsibly mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. him and then randomly drop it on this white dude. I mean, you're making really valid points. You definitely are. I just, I guess, I don't know, maybe I'm a little shallow that way. I just overlooked it all because I enjoyed the movie. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's what surprised me because mm-hmm. we've talked about Captain Marvel and how, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, this kind of white feminist mm-hmm. thing and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And I really thought that you would see, like, why is this white man right. getting, getting mm-hmm. the powers over this black woman i think it didn't bother me as much because the black woman was seven years old number one let her be a little girl and also number two because the whole thing is a comedy and like i keep saying it's making fun of the idea of superheroes and the seriousness of the whole superhero genre right now um if i didn't like captain marvel because we were meant to take her seriously she's this massive powerful being who's going to be in the next uh in endgame and she's got a major role in endgame and we were meant to take her seriously and we couldn't take her seriously because the character was developed so shallowly um love him or hate him billy batson wasn't necessarily developed shallowly (laughs) right it depends i mean you could go either way on it he's he's kind of in the middle for me Mm -hmm. the the fact that shazam Mm -hmm. chose him right after Mm -hmm. he defeated or he he didn't defeat them he just kind of hit the bullies Mm -hmm. is shallow Mm, okay because again that was the bare minimum Mm -hmm. to do right there's nothing about that was like oh wow that Mm -hmm. guy's a real hero Mm -hmm. give him the powers it wasn't like you you saw this continuously or or even just a few beats in the movie where it seemed like Mm -hmm. this guy was even on a radar mm-hmm. to be chosen, not even on the on the radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's. For, it's like you you, yeah, you, you establish these mm-hmm. rules, you you set out why you want to do this, mm-hmm. and then you just throw that all away. Like, mm-hmm. what was the point? It is kind of cheapened the character and cheapened. Yeah, I think that's the a fair origin. criticism. Yeah. Again, if if it was Mark Strong fighting Shazam and he came out of this dimension and he was right next to Billy and he's like, "Holy crap, dude, mm-hmm. I'm dying. You have to do this." Like, what? And he then he just gives gives it to him. Mm-hmm. That's something. Mm. But when you specifically yeah. mm-hmm. take him out of the subway into this crazy dimension, you show you singled this kid out. Mm-hmm. It just it made no sense to me. And I understand that. I guess, like I said, because it's a comedy and mm. because it's just I'm not going to repeat myself again, but you get the idea. Sure. You get what I'm saying. It's just it's a different sort of setup. So sure. I, because you're not meant I don't think you're meant to take it seriously. I didn't have a problem with it. I just laughed along with the ridiculous of, ridiculousness of it and just continued. Um, whereas other characters, like I said, Captain Marvel, Aquaman, they're presented with this seriousness, this grimness, this I am here to change the worldness, And that doesn't fit that kind of... If you're going to do that, you have to do it a lot better, is my thought. If it's a comedy, you can, comedy covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> There are is thing. There's a difference between it's a superhero movie with comedic elements mm-hmm. and a comedy with superhero elements. Right, and I think this was the latter. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Guardians was a full blown, or Ant Man was kind of mm-hmm. a full blown comedy. But I feel like the rules that mm-hmm. they set up, they mm-hmm. follow throughout. And Shazam mm-hmm. set up mm-hmm. these dominoes, and mm-hmm. then they just kind of just threw off the table. And it wasn't a good subversion. Hmm. Like, I thought it was. In my, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. This is like kind of a, a Last Jedi subversion mm-hmm. of what you thought, and not in a good way. Yeah, Last Jedi wasn't a good subversion. Yeah. Yeah, this was this was a better subversion than Last Jedi, at least. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as angry at this, at this movie as I was with Last Jedi, mm-hmm. but I was, I was disappointed by this movie. Mm, okay. Sure. I'll just kind of close out here. I think kids will enjoy this movie. Yeah, Actually, I wouldn't let any of them watch it, but that's true. Yeah, but I think there are parts that are definitely kid friendly. But this is—I'll say—I enjoyed this film a lot just for what it was, because I was able to forget the whole superhero mythology while I was watching it and just enjoy it. Yeah. But also, I think comparing this to other DC films, I think this is maybe the most violent DC film. There were a couple of moments where I like sat up and kind of gasped and was shocked. And I say the most violent, not in terms of like numbers, because there's no like big wars or battles or anything like the end of Aquaman or the whole thing with like Superman ripping down half of Metropolis and murdering half the population. No, there's I, just I, a lot of shock violence in this. I'd say BVS is a little more like yeah. at least. Oh, okay. But yeah. mm-hmm. beside that, I would put this. At it's pretty two. high. Yeah. It's it's up there because there's a lot of stuff that happens, and it's personal violence too, and that's what's what's bad about it. It's not like that impersonal cannon fodder kind of violence. Like right. Things happen to individual people that right. you develop a relationship with of some sort in the script. Yeah. Uh, actually, 
you said there were no kids in your theater. There was one, mm-hmm. and he was about. I would say he was a middle school kid. Okay. And he was right next to me too. And I mm. asked him, hey, "How'd you like this movie?" He's like, "I thought it was awesome." <laughs> like I expect kids to really enjoy this movie. But for me, as an adult and a fan of the character, this movie felt like a cookie that you took out the oven like a minute or two just too early. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, it's still sweet. It's all right. Mm-hmm. But this could have stayed in just a little longer. And mm-hmm. it's like, if I went to a bakery and I got a cookie like that, I would mm-hmm. say, you know, maybe I'll come back when they got the formula down or maybe this was just a bad batch. Mm-hmm. But this is DC. We keep saying that about DC movies. Like, they, they, they almost got it. Mm-hmm. But this is year six. Mm-hmm. And Marvel's sixth year was arguably their best year, mm-hmm. uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. It was at least one of the most influential for the brand, you know, Winter Soldier, one of their mm-hmm. darkest films at that point, mm-hmm. and Guards of the Galaxy, one of their right. lightest at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. They're still some of the MCU's strongest films. And in contrast, we're still, for me, I, I'm still seeing WB kind of, sort of mm-hmm. do okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm tired of being disappointed. Like, mm-hmm. WB should be like WP, right? wasted potential. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, honestly, uh, DC films are generally not great in my opinion but this film was the only one that when i was watching it in the theater i wasn't doing the oh come on are you serious like being really annoyed during the film i just had i keep saying this but i mean it i just had fun the whole time it was just fun to watch and it was light and it wasn't overly dark and grim it was just a real comedy it was almost okay i can see where if you're a huge fan of the character you wouldn't like it necessarily because you're right. It's not entirely true to the character. They do bring in a lot of the elements of the new 52 Shazam, which I liked, I, especially some of it. But I just, uh, I think if you look at it as kind of an antidote, to all of the extra grim DC-ness that we've gotten that really went nowhere, Shazam is probably the most complete DC film. And it's the one with the most coherent narrative and the most engaging characters, honestly. I, I would love to see Darley in another movie, but Wonder Woman, I don't care. I mean, honestly. I agree. I mm-hmm. think this is probably, I mean, it's not, again, it's not saying a lot, whole lot, but this is probably <laughs> the best mm-hmm. in the DC yeah, film so far. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Also, for me, this is exactly the superhero film I needed to see before Endgame because Endgame is going to be devastating and very serious and very grim. It's the culmination of this 10 year long cycle of superhero mythology. And Shazam is a perfect palate cleanser to remind me that it's not that serious because especially with the way that Captain Marvel went where the internet was blowing up with all of these ridiculous incel comments for no reason. And just, I mean, so much like negativity over what should have been a really fun, light, interesting movie. I just like that Shazam is kind of free of all of that baggage. Yeah. I just, I don't want that to be the bar, just that low bar Mm -hmm. we have to overcome yeah i understand but i think for me i mean they don't all have to be deep sometimes just enjoying a movie is enough because i mean there's some you don't have to have a whole lot of backstory to enjoy this movie and that's good and even if you do have a whole lot of backstory as long as you're not like an ultra super purist who must have everything exactly the way it is in the com no offense must have everything exactly the way it is in the in the comics or on the tv show or whatever other source material there is I think it'll be fine. I mean, it's just, it's a fun take on a character that you might know or might not know. If you know him, it's fun and irreverent. It's not exactly true to the comic, but it's fun and irreverent. And it makes, it really makes you laugh at the whole convention of superhero mythology. And if you don't know him, you're kind of going to have the same experience. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm assuming you give it a high recommendation. Yeah, I would say go see it. It's a fun popcorn movie. Could I have gone without seeing this in the theater and just seen it on TV? Yeah. There's really nothing to me personally that was on the screen that I needed to see on the big screen mm. for me personally. Mm-hmm. The action was fine. It, there wasn't any... I mean, Man of Steel, even though I put this probably above Man of Steel, mm-hmm. Man of Steel's fight scenes were pretty cool to see. It has a lot more spectacle. Yeah. Absolutely. This doesn't really have that, which is not really a knock on what it set out to be, but because I didn't really like some of the the plot choices for me this is, this is more of a a rental netflix movie for me okay to each their own yeah sure of course, <laughs> of course. so let's get into spoilers okay so again if you haven't seen this movie or you don't care uh here we go all right 
the Shazam fam. I liked it. Yeah, I thought that was, that was cool. so cute. Was I thought cool. that was so, so cute. And I loved that Megan Good was grown up Darla. That was yes. perfect. That yes. was so cute. That might be Megan Good's best movie appearance ever. She was so cute. She was a perfect grown up Darla. That, she was like, she talked about him in Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. So yes, exactly. Yes, like, give her the powers. Yes. Give her yeah. the powers. <laughs> but I love that they did the Shazam family. I yes. loved that. That I was such, that coming, I was, that was really I cool. didn't see it coming either, but I was so happy because I think it redeems the issue that you're talking about where you're thinking, well, everybody other than Billy is qualified to be Shazam, not him. But they show you that like all of them are better superheroes than he is. Ultimately. I was a bit confused about their powers in the beginning. And I don't know if you felt a similar way. Mm hmm. They each had a moment to kind of talk about a specific power they had. True. You know, Darla's like, I'm very fast. Mm -hmm. And then Frankie was like, I can fly. And mm -hmm. Pedro was like, I'm really strong. Mm -hmm. like, look, like, check out my guns. Mm -hmm. And so for a long time, I was very curious about whether they just had one aspect of their powers or they all had their powers. Yeah, but I think, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't know if that was the case. Because remember when Shazam first becomes Shazam, he only figures out one power at a time. Sure. And they all they were all kind of figured they'd become superheroes five minutes before that those conversations. So maybe they were just doing what came naturally first and maybe they would have others later. I think that's the way it works with the Marvel family in the comics. So perhaps. no no, actually yeah. no. In the in the comic mm -hmm. books, they all have his powers. Yeah. But they all have kind of an extra yeah. power. Mm -hmm. So in the comic book, Darla is is just extra fast. Extra, extra fast. And yeah. Pedro is extra strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eugene, who didn't really get a chance to show his powers right. off, mm -hmm. he uh, he actually has uh, technopathy, where he can control electronics. Oh, that's right. Yeah, them. that's right. He does. Yeah, which makes sense for that character. And did mm -hmm. you notice that Mary had no screen time in that fight scene? Very little. Yeah, like she, she was. Yeah, they showed her two times, mm -hmm. and, and then that actress was completely invisible. Like I have no idea who, who. Like she didn't make an impression on me as an adult at all. Not at all. Which, to be fair didn't bother me because she was the least compelling of the kids mm. i wanted to see much more of everybody else sure. and not as much of her so it didn't bother me much but i did wonder where did she go what happened well there were two scenes i remember mm -hmm. them specifically she was struggling with uh it was like some octopus or like yeah, tongue whatever. i remember that mm -hmm. she wasn't really she, she wasn't hurting them or saving anyone she was just she tangled just, up yeah exactly like both scenes she was she didn't do anything yeah and so that's she what... did what is her special power in new 52 in the marvel family i don't remember uh i'm not quite sure but but she had no fair, time. I think, here, yeah, that exactly. Was weird to me. Yeah, she's kind of a neglected character, I think, in both ways, but in both places. But yeah. um, either way, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I guess I, I agree with you, but I'm not sure if they did it that way because they all discovered their their like specialty first, and then the other powers would come later if there's a Shazam sequel. She's weird. Yeah. I mean, she's she's the mm -hmm. oldest one, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I feel like she would be the smartest. I mean, she went. She got accepted to like yeah, Caltech. So, yeah, she yeah. was supposed to. Be, mm -hmm. I mean, it was weird to mm -hmm. me. Before you run off too long here, mm -hmm. how did you feel about the mother abandonment plotline? That actually struck a sour note for me, only because they were a little too glib with it. To be honest, uh, they were a little too glib with the whole abandonment plot anyway, I think. it was That was one of the character beats and one of the parts of the film that I thought that they didn't do very well. Again, I enjoyed the film overall. I just had fun watching it. But that particular moment, I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't turn all the way around, really. No. Because they show her, because first of all, you don't really understand why she would abandon him in the beginning. She seems like a happy, cheerful mother. And she who just leaves their kid like that, right? Right. And okay, that's not unheard of. But you that's always kind of in the back of your mind, like, what? Then nobody knew who he, what, how does that even happen? You just completely lose a kid like that. Yeah, it make, makes no sense. It didn't make much sense. And then when he finally does find her, uh, she's two subway stops away and she's really crappy. Now, again, I, this is not unheard of. This is not unheard of at all with this, as far as abandonment goes. I mean, some people just don't have that, that thing that connects you to other people that way. It's not completely without precedent in reality. And it doesn't necessarily have to have a huge precedent in reality, given the structure of this movie. But you kind of don't, I didn't leave that scene because right after that, he goes off to be Shazam and save his real, his quote unquote, real family. Uh, you don't really leave that scene feeling like it resolves anything. No. And that's the problem with it. Yeah. I hated that scene. Yeah. Because you still don't get, why would she abandon him? Is she just really trash? What's going on? Is she really trash? Like, was he a bad kid? Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't get a chance to see 
I don't know like, what, yeah. what was going on in her life. Right. And, you know, did she, she said she was 17 when she gave him up. Did she not have parents who were like, what did you do with your kid? Right. You know, like there were, that friends. was just really, yeah, friends. Like she just Other showed family. up without a baby one day in the same neighborhood and it was fine. Yeah. Like, and then they've been living within the same neighborhood or the same area of Philadelphia their his their whole lives and they've never accidentally crossed paths he never saw anything no that he recognized to talk to the cops about this yeah it doesn't make it didn't it you couldn't you couldn't yeah. research the hospital that you're born exactly I mean, it's, yeah it's weird, i mean but... he was three so he wouldn't have known but it was just a little too glibly done i think yeah. they didn't have you know they don't have finger what is it footprints on file for the kid right. i mean it didn't make sense for him to just be abandoned like that and right. then for her to be like yeah it's not a good time i don't really love you and that's the end you know? yeah or cops are mm-hmm. just find her and arrest her for, for that exactly yeah i mean i don't know how these things work like i said i know it's not without precedent but i don't know how you would go about abandoning a child who don't ever intend to do it or how you would go about finding who abandoned a child but it, that didn't seem to make much sense no i think they missed an opportunity to uh cross mark Strong's character's experience with family with billy's okay yeah i could see that yeah i i think you could still have you still could have had the the family get powers, but I feel like if they would have kind of spent more time with Mark Strong, uh, mm-hmm. compared to Billy and how they view family, kind of like how mm-hmm. kind of um, Spider Man and, and the Vulture, how they're both kind of working class heroes and villains, I would have enjoyed that better. Right. Santa at the end, Hemi cracking up. That was really funny. Was Santa funny. was yeah hilarious. That with- was great grown-up darla talking to santa that was hilarious that was and then santa just losing his mind that was great it was fucking crazy man. yes that was that great was yeah um did you catch that freddie wore a shirt for every jla uh just yeah League member? i totally saw that and then yeah in the after credit scene there's that, that great bit that yeah mm-hmm. honestly uh i mean i know we disagree on the movie but mm-hmm. i thought the ending animation stuff i would have rather have seen shorts like extended shorts mm-hmm. animated like that than mm. the movie really yeah oh, okay i i really like those animations mm-hmm. like he was fucking with batman and mm-hmm. superman and mm-hmm. i thought that was really cute yeah i would like to see just a yeah. short little anthology of those yeah okay if there's a dvd with extras i think mm-hmm. that'd be cool mm-hmm. all right this is going long it has sorry i don't know you're good you're good this concludes this episode of blurred up if you want to find us we're on facebook at b-l-e-r-d-u-p we're also on twitter at b-l-e-r-d-u and on instagram at b-l-e-r-d dot u-p i want to see uh hashtag shazam is the better work of superheroes go viral uh, yeah, boo bare minimum <laughs> bare minimum peace y'all bye